Spawnerly is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture. Welcome to Bukaka, y'all. Hey everybody in Bracago, what's good? This is Kali. We have a really cool mini episode for you all. Um, one of the things that I've been playing a bunch of has been Wild Rift. Uh, and if you have not been up on Wild Rift, you are missing out on some super fun stuff. So uh, we snagged uh, some folks from Riot to come and give me the ropes, teach me the ways of how to be a non-scrub when I play uh, when I play LOL. Uh, so, so, so introduce yourself to the folks at home and let them know what you do on the team. Hi, folks. Uh, my name is David. I am currently the champion producer uh, on Wild Rift. So in terms of looking at which champions we're making, how we're making them, why we're making the champions we're making, uh, that is my day to day. Yeah. So I'm so I'm super excited because, you know, as a person who's been learning, you know, uh, league and, and learning how to play and trying to get better and, and trying to figure out ways to, to learn. Wild Rift has been a really great way to kind of like jump in for the first time and, and try to figure out, you know, not only how champions work, but me as a person where my first MOBA was a game like Paragon, moving over to traditional a traditional MOBA like this is so cool. And one of the things I've loved about what you've all done, and I'm going to switch over to, to our game screen, is um, just how smart you've all done the process of you know, leveling people up into the game and teaching them how to get into, you know, MOBAs as as, as an overall kind of genre and overcoming kind of game. Like the tutorial in Wild Rift is one of the best tutorials around MOBAs I've seen in a very long time. So I'd love to hear your thoughts about, you know, how you're thinking about all of that while I try to pick my person and stuff. Uh, so I'd love sure. to hear your thoughts about that because I think that, that stuff is brilliant and interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the, there's a couple of parts to that. The first part is we absolutely see Wild Drift as a great entryway uh, for folks who get into the league ecosystem, right? Uh, right right now, there is a lot of work done on fleshing out the entire league universe and the league IP. And we just want to be where the players are, right? So whether you're playing on PC, uh, you're playing on whatever other platforms, uh, being part of this uh, universe, it, we think is tremendously valuable. And so Wild Drift, for a lot of the players who prefer to play on mobile side, this is a great entryway for that. Yeah. And the other part we'd really try to be cognizant of is we do think skills, especially like the macro level understanding of, hey, what strategies should I be applying? How do I think about mobile gameplay in general? A lot of that should carry over whether you are on the PC side of the game or side of wall yeah it's 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 super cool to figure out and see you know just what that looks like from a you know kind of newbie perspective right of trying to figure out what's the way to balance out that gameplay and and what should i be pressing because i'm holding us up uh so i i can press start now um, oh, okay if you if you know the the, the character you want to i can start it with yeah i can i can i can snag snag somebody um all right here we go nice um, yeah, so I, I love the fact that, you know, you've all built that into the game and have thought about ways to um, continue to build out smart systems for players, right? You've tried to bring in ways for people to be able to learn and to also be, you know, use this as kind of a training, you know, training app to a certain extent for people who want to get into the into the larger game on, on PC. Um how are you kind of thinking about the process of, you know, 
using a game in this way from a touch controls perspective in a way where you know when you go up and move up into the next layer of of, of league it's it becomes a lot more you know technical becomes a lot more you know knowing comps and knowing you know how to how to figure out how to tackle your particular lane you know when you have a game like this how does the character translation feel um for the team did you feel like you know you had to do certain things that made the you know the the powers and, and things kind of feel a little bit better on mobile for sure i think definitely controls was in, in our many years of dealing for uh wild earth controls was for sure uh one of our biggest hurdles yeah right and and, and this exists on a spectrum too right so for some abilities let's say hey this ability is just like a, a line shot in a direction for example yeah. right these type of abilities translate pretty easily Right, you just gotta pick a direction, you aim and fire. Yeah. But for other abilities, especially when you're on PC, when you have the, the precision of a mouse, yeah. uh, and you're able to very rapidly select things. Um, let's say uh, like uh, Misfortune's uh, for Q ability, for example. Yeah. That's uh, on, on PC, that makes a lot of sense, being be very precise with that. But doing that on, on mobile is a lot more challenging. Yeah. Right. Being able to very rapidly uh, select very small <laughs> units, right, on, on your screen is pretty challenging. Right. And, and for that, that that is like just uh one one of the first things that we found. Oh wow, this is this is hard. How are we going to make this make sense for players? Yeah. Uh, and so so you see some situations where we hey we just made it. We turn it into skill shots, right? We turn we add accessibility so players can uh, still play the game and still have the same a lot of the same skill tests, yeah. but have it just be more accessible for them. I love that. I mean, it's, it, it is one of the things that is a really difficult thing to figure out, which is, you know, how do you balance the, you know, playability of a, of a game like this that again is pretty technical for a lot of folks who don't understand and who are not big MOBA fans, like MOBAs to a certain extent are, are not easy. They're not easy to learn. You have to kind of get into the space and, and understand, you know, lots of different intricacies of, you know, how do you play your lane? You know, how do you learn how to balance out your skills versus the other people that you have in your team? And then also building really interesting team comps that feel like you're both playing towards the meta of the space, but also making sure you're playing in a way that feels like you're, you're, you're understanding what those uh, those moves wind up doing. So I'm playing with Lux right now, who has a couple of different uh, particular uh, uh, powers that are really beneficial to, you know, crowd control and things like that. When you're thinking about building characters in the main game and then, you know, what gets shown here, you know, what's the what's the conversation from the team standpoint about, you know, balance, which is always going to be a thing that's hard to kind of figure out. Um, and then also kind of seeing the way the meta usually is kind of evolved over its time. Um, what's the conversations that you're always having about like balance, especially for now a game like this where you have a lot less real estate depending upon the size of your phone or, you know, again, because there are touch controls in here, you know, certain things that are usually auto attacks or some of those things that are line of sight attacks, they wind up changing. How does the conversation around changing the meta for a game in this format uh, sound to the team? Yeah, super cool question. Um, so uh, on, on Wild Rift, we have a team that, so, so my team is dedicated to making the champions. Yeah. Right. And, and um, 
and we have a separate team that's much more dedicated to the live balance uh, mm. of the champions. So they're they're just a lot more in tune. Hey, like what is what is strong? Uh, what what are players are, are playing? What is frustrating for players to play against right now? Yeah. And so they're more much more in tune with that. Uh, on the champion creation side, what we always try to do is we got to make sure there are levers, and, and that's the part that's really important to us. Um, it, the initial how strong or how weak a champion is that that part actually isn't the hard part to figure out. Hmm. It's it's the part that do you like under what situations does this champ become overtuned and do you have the right levers to then tweak to keep this champion back in line? As long as when we're making the champion, these levers are in place. Uh, then we actually feel very confident that once we have it in our balance team's hands, they're able to then figure out, hey, where where on this gradient scale, right? Should mm. uh, whether it's your stats or your mechanism, where, where they should be, right? And so it's it's very much keeping in mind, hey, like, is there counterplay? Um, it, counterplay right. is a huge deal uh, in, in when we're making making champions. If there is no counterplay, um, uh, actually, the other other I guess metric that we are always really cognizant of is player frustration. Yeah, right? and this is both on the player who's playing the champion, but also playing against the champion. Uh, that that is equally important to us, and we want to make sure there's enough levers to balance against both of that. Yeah, shout out to the Weather Channel for giving me a notification during our play. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's always one of those things where you know I'm uh, you know again as a person who's been learning a lot about the MOBA space and about um about how games like this play as a person who is super competitive in a lot of different ways. Um, mm -hmm. I've always found it to be super interesting about like, how does a new character get made? How do you evolve a character that's already been in the space for a while? Do you feel like at this point, um, the team is, is, is looking at ways to constantly try to bring new champions to the fold while also kind of, you know, making sure that everyone who has already been in the space has the characters that they kind of already known and love. Do you feel like there's a, a lot of call from the audience to say, you know, we need more, we need, we need new uh, all the time? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So I think that goes back into like how we even selected the champions we decided to make and bring over to Wild Drift. Yeah. Right? Um, and I think along those lines, there's a, there's a couple of things we try to look at. The first is, I think I think popularity absolutely has a factor. In it. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be lying if um, if I said that. I think that's a more of a reflection of hey, what is the authentic League of Legends experience, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and to us, like hey, like if if you you have you have had a League game without like uh, Yasuo or without a Zed, some of these like just really iconic League characters, yeah. Uh, then I think we would be missing the mark and, and not be doing <laughs> doing players the justice, right? Of having their favorite characters in the game. So that, that is a big element. And, and the second element is finding characters that we think naturally as part of their kits fit better on mobile space mm. uh, so some of my favorite examples here are like um uh aurelian soul for example yeah aurelian soul it, it, there was actually some magic that we had when we were playtesting a character like wow like because on pc not only do you have to control the your your movement direction but also be uh, cognizant of your relative position to the characters and also like kind of positioning using your abilities there's a lot of apm going on Right, uh, with controlling a, a complex character such as the space dragon. Yeah. But on on, on mobile side, because you, you use one button, your left joystick, to control your movement. Yeah. Right. The position of your stars becomes a lot easier for you to uh, to handle, and know where you are. And mm. so, whereas for playtime, like, wow, like, this character, which was a really challenging character on on PC side, it, it is still challenging on Wilder, but challenging for the the right reasons. Right mm. now, it's all about your positioning, knowing where you should be, rather than fighting with the controls. Right, so stuff like that is is also a big thing we try to look at. Hey, like, does the uh, champion's kit already naturally fit better onto mobile? And we should really try to bring those characters in. 
Yeah, and and I'm happy to hear you say that because one of the things that I've found most um, interesting and hard so far from a you know from a kind of traditional learner of the mobile space to um, what I've been trying to learn here with Wild Rift has been it is movement like the way the camera has moved kind of independently of the where of where I'm moving you know as a person who's not super um, mouse and keyboard heavy as a as a player for most of my games um, I'm learning you know how that stuff works in Wild Rift in that way too which has been super cool. Um, when you think about the the way that the game is translated so far, and at least from what I'm seeing, everything feels like it belongs where it's supposed to, which I think from not only a UI perspective, but from a, um, oh, you got caught, buddy. Yeah. Get him. <laughs> oh, get him. Uh, nice catch yeah. there. Yeah, got him. Got him. Let's go. Um, is one of those things of trying to figure out, again, like, from a UI perspective, how are you kind of keeping things in line? From a champion perspective where you're thinking about, you know, matchups and team team comps and things like that, what have been some of the things that you found as, you know, things that got that surprised you so far um, while building out this game in, in this way for mobile? Uh, so I think the, the first thing is just how good some of our players are. Yeah. Um, and when we when we first got into development of the game, we we uh, admittedly I think came initially from mindset, hey, like there's there's some UI elements that are going to be really challenging for players. So, so an yeah. example would be uh, in terms of a lot of our competitors within this space, they only have three abilities. Right. Right. Um, and we were really worried, hey, like if we had four abilities, um, our players get only going to be able to handle that. Like, was that going to be too much clutter? Is that going to impact the accuracy uh, of how they're able to aim skill shots and and that kind of this kind of consideration? Yeah. And so we were testing uh, multiple versions of the build initially, right? We had some, uh, we had we had a version of the game where there's only three three abilities. Yeah. Right? Uh, we had, and then but the version you see here on live now is with four abilities. And one of this came from some of the the early testing we were doing is. Wow, some some of the, the the magic that the players have, like the, the, what they're able to do with their fingers, totally blew us, uh, yeah. blew away our expectations, uh, and we very quickly uh, kind of qu quenched our, our our worry that players couldn't handle this. Like, no, if anything, players can absolutely handle this, and this is actually a, a part of the skill development. Players feel like, hey, this is more challenging, more tactical. They they have more things to play with, and that contributes to how much they're enjoying the game. I love that because it's it's um there are so many games that get made where the um they try to shoehorn what the things may kind of work um in the main game into a mobile version of it that doesn't necessarily feel like it translates as well as as it possibly should. And one of the things that I found really interesting and cool has been just how you know, I'm doing like we're, we're playing a game now and we're, we're playing some bots to kind of show off the game. But I think even in the time where I'm kind of learning and pushing through and I'm about to get mixed because I just ran in there like an idiot. Um, <laughs> but I don't feel like I'm at a disadvantage. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like mm -hmm. even in the moment where I'm I'm playing. Oh, I just got run through. No. Oh, I just lost. Um where I don't feel like I'm at a disadvantage. I don't feel like I'm, you know, moving in a direction that I don't want to move. It doesn't feel like the things that I find as potential pain points sometimes in the main mm -hmm. game I'm having here because of the way that it winds up working. And I love the way that you've all have thought about how you dole out 
characters as well uh in terms of earning characters and earning champions and, and pulling champions in uh to, to the main game i'd love to hear your thoughts about you know how you all decided to do that in that way too so is this going like which champions we end up picking to bring from the, the yeah. pc uh to yeah uh so I think, again going back i think uh, popularity uh, just how how resonant is this champion uh generally yeah um that that is a big deal uh the other part is um something we're always cognizant of is do so something we found very interesting for players is uh for the players who really ends up loving uh league of legends uh, uh, the kind of I, I, I categorize them into three different types of players, right? This, this yeah. is super generalized, but the three uh, categories of players would be, hey, these are some players play the game because they like the expression of skill, right? They want to climb the ladder, get extremely competitive, right? Uh, this is one type of player. Uh, there's another type of player who play the game for the aesthetics, for the story behind these characters, right? For the lore. Mm. And there's another category of players who I, I consider probably the, uh, the uh, a bigger percentage of our player base are these players who really enjoy these skill tests that are given to them, right? Mm. The, these little puzzles that they get to solve while playing the game. Uh, and so for these players, what we found is like it, it's really important to make sure that um, I, I call like the a, a jobs to be done, if you will. Like hey, like. Uh, me on this team, how am I contributing to my team winning the game, mm. right? And so some players really love the the tank initiator role, right? Yeah. I really like to like, I might not have a great time playing people one-on-one, -on -one, but at the snap of a finger, at a drop of a dime, in this moment, I, I just win the game for our team, right? Yeah. So people really like that. And there are some players who like the, the supportive elements, right? Like they, they prefer to enable other people, power up other people and, and yeah. help, uh, help the team win that way. And for these players, this is something that like, we want to make sure there's a variety of play styles. Right? They always can find something that helps them do the job that they want to contribute to their team. Uh, so that, that is absolutely another thing. So in our word, our word, like which champions we're launching, for example, the roadmap, we're always very cognizant of, hey, like, uh, this year, for example, are we giving the assassin players right, enough assassins for them to sink their teeth on and mm. find new puzzles to play, right? For the players who, who love these right tanky initiators, are we are we giving them enough of that uh, to try and experience? Yeah, because I'm a I'm a person who I love CC. Like I love <laughs> being the person who snagged people so that my 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 jungler can come in and my ADC come in and and, and scoop up scoop up kills, right? So like me being a person who's learning how to, you know, do that in a game like this, it, it feels like, you know, I'm learning tactics and things like that on the fly that make me a better player in the game, in the main game in that way. I guess the other question I would have for you is from the team's perspective of like, yes, this is a very separate product in the way that it is, but do they feel like, you know, on its own in comparison to the kind of main bigger game, that the community is really finding a home here as well because i know that's hard to be able to you know when you have a main game people are really just like i don't want any new stuff you know like i don't want new things <laughs> right. in the space right now like I, I want you to fix the main thing that i'm playing and make sure that's the best that it can be but all the other new stuff you're trying to do i don't want that but it feels like you know from conversations i've had with people who are again like either new new mobile players or folks who are just kind of getting in the space who who have been you know moba moba curious is the way i like to call it uh <laughs> like like that that has been super cool to see you know people be really excited about that stuff is, is the team like really when they're thinking about this as a, as a separate product as like 
you know, we want to continue to build this out in a way that, you know, our, our force of our player base will move in and out of it um, to kind of get their, their, their low fix. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely true. I think that there's a couple parts. Of that. The first part is, um, as I mentioned in the beginning, we, we do see Wilder as a great, great entryway into the entire league ecosystem because yeah. it is extremely rich, right? Like all, all these backstories we have for these characters, we're constantly updating them, we're really building out the universe. And um, sometimes getting into uh, the, the larger PC game, right? There's 158 plus champions. Yeah. And there's, let's say a lot of information you're going to have to learn, and that could be daunting to some players. And so if to have a more uh, relaxed, uh, but still having a lot of these kind of tactical elements uh, to, to learn about and, and learn about like just the basics of MOBA uh, awareness, right? Yeah. As when they, 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 before the MOBA curious, right? Uh, <laughs> we absolutely see this a, a, as a great way to do, go about it. Nice. Uh, but even in addition to that, something that I think just personally as a heavy PC player myself and yeah. kind of being developed of this game, there uh, we call this like kind of like, uh, skill attrition, if you will, or uh, on PC, where if I didn't play PC for, say, two weeks even, yeah, getting back to it takes time. Yeah. I had to play probably quite a few like normal games, a couple of ARAMs for me to get get, get my skill back to, to where I want to be before I jump back into ranked games. Yeah. Right? Uh, we hope that something like Wild Rift is, is there is still going to be that, but much less of that. Right, so we whether it is you're treating Wild Rift as your primary game or as a companion, right? We we see that as both very viable ways for you to be engaged in the league ecosystem. I love that, yeah. Because as a person, you want to run one bun, one more as as, as we kind yeah, of finish do it. it. Um, yeah, I love that as as a part of the conversation, right? Because I think again, for me as a as a person who is learning more about the space and trying to get better and and learning how to, um, you know both learn the intricacies of you know how to play your lane correctly or how to you know figure out your ways in 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 team comps of how to be the best player you can for your team um wild rift has been really amazing at being able to you know hold my hand through that in that way too um are you thinking about doing even more um character tutorials as well because one of the things i've loved has been something that's like you know, initially when you go in the game, it's like, here's how you play, you know, here's what lanes are, here's what lanes do what, here's what characters go into those lanes. Um, but one of the things I've always loved and wanted to see in any MOBA space has been the like situational tutorial stuff. That's like in this moment as this character, your setup should be, you know, you throw your, you throw your snag out, you throw, you throw that out first, you follow up with your other power, hoping that other people come in. Are you all thinking about those things too, in terms of like those situational tutorials things for all the characters that you have in the game? So before I answer that, Kalima, yes. you might have to get off that party for me to invite you oh, again uh, okay. for, the, for our next game. Uh, let me go to the home uh, and then do it again. Okay, here got, we go. It. got it. Perfect. Perfect. Look at that. Uh, so just come to the left and now at the... Got it. I'm in there. Oh, they put us on oh, opposite so, teams. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, so, so you guys click on the click on the left side. Um, oh. Yeah, so you, you'll oh, be on I this. Got it. There Perfect. we go. Got it. All right. Okay. Nice. Um, so I'll start the game and I'll talk I'll talk through some of that. Um, 
uh, in the beginning, you mentioned that you really enjoyed our onboarding, our tutorials. Yeah. I, I, I love hearing about that. Uh, I, I'm sure of our uh, our new player engagement and our onboarding team is going to be really ecstatic to hear this kind of feedback. But we are actually very cognizant that there is a tremendous amount of room we can get better in that regard. Mm. Right. Uh, and an example that's always in, in my head and that has actually been pretty front and center for me uh, over the last couple of weeks is, if we treat it, and we, we, a lot of us in Rise see this way as like league is a sport, it's an e-sport, yeah. right? And if we have, if we compare that to uh, other sports, right? Let's say like uh, like basketball or soccer or golf or what have you, right? A lot of times when you're learning these sports, it, it isn't about hey, I'm just going to throw you in and go play with nine <laughs> other experienced players and try to try, try to score some buckets, right? It's, it's not about that. A lot is, hey, you got to learn how to dribble. You got to learn how to shoot. You got to yeah. learn how to pass. And then now, hey, you go in, right? Um, and, and you can you can string these skill sets together and, and be really proficient at the game. And so absolutely, uh, in this space, uh, helping new players learn uh, is, is absolutely something that's going to be very important for us uh, going forward. Uh, where that's coming on our roadmap, that is, that is something we're actively working through. But you can bet it is front and center for us to make sure that uh, new players are set up for success coming into the game. I love that. I mean, again, it's, it's, I was telling some friends who I know who work at Riot and they were like, you know, what do you think about Rift? And I was like, I love it because it feels like it is doing the thing that most games don't do, which is teach you really well how to get into the game in a, in a real way. Um, mm -hmm. And that, that has been super smart. Well, I'm going to go duo lane. Did anybody All go right. solo? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to bum rush this, this lane and see what happens. Um, so I'm playing Jinx right now, mm -hmm. um, as my character. Any what what would be tips for playing as Jinx? Uh, I went dual lane, so I'm going to be kind of helping and supporting, uh, making sure that they don't get caught out there. Uh, but what are your thoughts about how to kind of play that character in that in that lane? Yeah, for sure. So dual lane is definitely the right lane to go for most uh, what we call marksmen uh, in, in our game, mm -hmm. right? And because as a role uh, for the marksman, your job is actually to just stay alive and dish out as much damage as, as you possibly can, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of that means you're you're staying back and you're you're farming the waves. You are uh, gaining gold as quickly as you can. So when when the late game comes around, uh, you're able to really be that that rock of damage uh, for the team. Right, Love uh, be able to be the, uh, the 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 cannon, the, the glass cannon, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so some some tips and tricks here are I think are um, so last hitting is something that is uh, more more uh, kind of more prevalent on Wild Earth compared to some of our other other competitors. Mm. It actually does matter, right? Uh, though not as punishing as the uh, the PC version where uh, last hitting essentially killing uh, landing the killing blow on the little minion there to gain the, the max amount of gold you possibly can. Um, but as you see there, so you just got 65 gold from killing that minion. But if yes. you miss the last hit, for example, you'll get a reduced uh, version of that. And, and so as the ADC, it's very important that hey, you're, you're monitoring these minions, making sure you're landing these killing blows so you can essentially ramp up as quickly as possible uh, because that's what's going to uh, help, help the team. The most. Absolutely. Uh, if you are nice and strong, uh, then the team can rely on you to to dish out the damage. Love it. Get him, coach. <laughs> oh, that was a good. That was a good. Come on, yeah, that was great. As the young kids say, that was a good gank. Um, <laughs> but again, oh, and my and my oh my dual lane is is like healing me perfectly. It's so good. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah that was the thing that like i didn't learn until i played mobas for the first time was about last hitting and about um trying to figure out you know how to how to attack a lane when to kind of farm your lane all that kind of stuff what are some of the things that you know both in 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 league and in in general um people kind of don't understand yet like what are some of the things that you think are kind of the initial early uh tips for people to understand of how to play their not only their character correctly but kind of the underlying foundations of what a moba is supposed to be yeah i think that's a, that's a super super awesome question um if, if i had like the, the the super short of it i think is the first thing you want to learn is actually a, a game pace right uh similar to say let's say like uh okay i'm using more uh basketball analogies here but hey yeah. right that's what there's four quarters right uh and and what there's what happens in each of the quarter in basketball is kind of similar, but for a mobile game, there are distinct phases of a game. Mm. Uh, now, not every single game is going to be exactly the same, and the duration of these phases differ, but you can expect a lot of similarities uh, each from game in and game out. So, for example, typically in the first, I would say, like three to five minutes of a mobile game, you're experiencing something called the laning phase. Mm hmm right and so what you're doing here is you are really kind of it's it's you and your opponent right this is the i, I stare you down you stare me down see who gets the better of each other on the, ta the tactical executions that's that phase of the game and then as that transitions what we call the mid game here's where a lot of these uh, the smaller scale skirmishes happen right so it might be like a 2v2 it might be a 3v3 and you're fighting over uh kind of smaller objectives right and some of these objectives will be like the buffs on, on the rift, right? So we have things called blue buffs and red buffs mm -hmm. that kind of power power you up. So there could, be, uh, there could be fights there, or there could be fights over what we call uh, dragons, right? Uh, uh, so th there's another objective on the map where it gives you some permanent buffs. You can expect that to happen in the middle parts of the game, right? And once you hit about like the 12, uh, 11 minute mark of the game, this is what we call the late game phase, right? This is uh, League of Legends, it's a game where there's a lot of fighting, right? And there's a lot of like, I beat you, you beat me. But at the end of the day, to win the game of League of Legends, it's about pushing down the opponent's nexus. Right. Right. Um, and so uh, if this was a combination of capture the flag and tag, you can tag people all day, but you're not going to win if you don't capture the flag. Right. 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 right, right. Uh, and so you start to, at the end, figure out how am I going to push all the way up to the opponent's base and take over their base. And here, uh, some of the, the core things you're going to find is we call like these large scale team fights. Mm -hmm. Right. Hey, there's like all, all five of you uh, against the opponent's five. Right. You're, you're, everybody's jumping in there and these massive team fights happen. Right. And there could be really like just bloodbath of 5v5. Oh, I ace your team. You ace my team. Everybody <laughs> dies or, no, or nobody dies. Uh, crazy things starts happening. You see that towards the end when you yourself has powered up right, with your items, your levels, and the opponents have done the same. Right. Yeah. So the fights are really explosive. It's, it's, it's really kind of exciting. And so these are, I think, really distinct phases. And for new players, you should be aware of these phases right hey by like the 11 12 minute mark it's probably not a great idea for you to still be right like staying by yourself uh like uh, killing off little minions off on the side yeah. you should probably look to have more team play right yeah. but at the same time if in the very beginning of the game maybe you shouldn't uh try to do do roam around all the time and not focus on gaining your economy and building up your engine right Right, right. I, re I remember, you know, early, early times when I was learning how to play um, and remembering, you know, well, now you should be farming like you should definitely be farming at this point. You should be trying to figure out good ways to, you know, build your economy, 
make sure you carry some wards in your kit, which is a thing that you know, people are just like, what's a ward? I'm like, it's a thing that yeah, will keep yeah. your butt alive. Um, so basically it's a, you know, a, a, a device basically, or, or something you have within your kit that will let you get vision on uh, other parts of the, the team when they might be able to roll over and try to kill you. So it's been, you know, me learning all those small things of, you know, maybe you hit your back minions before you hit the front minions. Cause those are the ones that do a lot of damage. You know, all that kind of stuff has been really interesting uh, to, to be able to learn and to figure out how that stuff actually works in the game uh, in a real way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's always been fun. And, you know, stuff like mana management and all that kind of stuff is always smart and, and, and learning all those things, too. So, um, yeah, it's it's super, super cool. What are some of your favorite characters to play? Yeah, so I so on the PC game, um, my favorite characters. I'm a, a marksman or ADC player uh, yeah. by by nature. <laughs> well, I guess for the last ten years, because <laughs> my friends were my friends were tired of last hitting, and I I had that <laughs> at the farming job. I, I get to play farming simulator, but on Wild Rift, it's actually been super different. I I found myself not kind of gravitating to the role I had on PC. I actually enjoy jungling a a, a lot huh. more on Wild Rift and. Especially playing with some of the assassins, I, I always I'm super envious of people who are able to play the assassins. The the, the character would go go in, yeah. right, focus on a high priority target, get them out of the game, and then uh, and then get out, right? Get, get out in time. That's the whole like the assassin gameplay. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, Wild Rift has just been speaking to me a lot more. Um, it, it's actually it's a little bit hard for me to say, but characters be like Akali or Zed, for example. Yeah. Uh, on PC side, a, a, a trouble I always find is I don't know where I am. Mm, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I lose myself uh, in, in the PC gameplay. But on Wild Earth, I just find because the, the, your your camera is always centered, right? Right. your movement translates directly to your main character, so you, you always know exactly where you're going to be moving. Um, and so playing these like super mobile uh, and, and kind of like dancing in and out characters, I, I've been finding that really fun uh, on Wild Earth, and I'm, I'm enjoying my time with them. That's awesome. I love that. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm as a person who's been trying to, you know, learn which characters I, I like a lot. And oh, I'm definitely gonna get wrecked. Ugh. Um, I should have blinked out. Um, is you know trying to figure out you know which characters are gonna you know play towards that style. You mentioned jungling for folks who who don't play uh, and are new to the MOBA space. What's what's the what's the jungle role for for for, for folks at home? Yeah, awesome. So, so the jungler. So I, I mentioned before there was like three phases of the game, right? There's mm -hmm. the the early game, the mid game, and the the, the late game. Uh, the junglers are the ones that in the early and mid games are really there to facilitate change, uh, and uh, kind of instill a sense of unknown uh, in the game, right? Because otherwise, for for the other four players, you see your opponent, you kind of mm -hmm. know where they are. Uh, you're again staring each other down in the face. But for the junglers, you're in in uh, as the jungler name goes, right? You're in. You're not fighting. The person in the beginning right. you're fighting uh creatures and monsters on the map uh, for you to level up and gain power the key part about that is nobody knows where you are mm. right the opponent team doesn't know uh where where you are headed and so a lot of times is how do you hide your position uh, how do you come out and surprise your friends uh, or your sorry your enemies right and, and, make, and making sure that they uh like they're unprepared and you're able to gain advantage for your team that way uh, that that's uh, kind of uh, in a nutshell what the jungling is all about is it's a, a very cerebral role right not only do you have to plan your own paths and route of gaining economy uh because if you're in a if you're just like a, the other four players right you're 
the minions come to you essentially, right, right? right? You can just stay there and they come to you and you fight them off uh, and you gain money that way. But for a jungle, you have to plan your own route. You have to figure out, hey, where am I going to gain my resources? And at the same time, where am I going to pick and choose to help out my team? And at the same time, there's somebody who's thinking the exact same thing on the other side. And so this is really that um, kind of that hidden hidden information gameplay. Uh, that, that, uh, that that's, that's why a lot of people enjoy jungling. Yeah, it's it's super fun. I mean, it's always one of those things where, you know, me as a person who likes to try to figure out, ooh, uh, try likes to try to figure out the best ways that I can be helpful to my team. You know, I used to like to jungle a bunch because I always felt like I could, you know, you wind up kind of playing a little bit solo for most of your time that you're in the jungle. So you can kind of learn and, 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 and figure out where you want to you know, do the most damage or, you know, pick your shots or understand where you're going to be most effective in, Oh, I shouldn't have did that. Um, but it, it is also one of those things of just like, then you get a chance to really learn a lot about, you know, how you can both learn the map, which I think is really imp important for junglers too, because you have a lot of map awareness. Um, you have to learn routes really quickly. Uh, you have to remember, you know, which ways to get from one place. And also you have to remember, timing a lot because you have to remember when buffs come back up you have to remember yes. all that kind of stuff in a way that you know takes a lot of time to learn you know the way that all of that winds up working so junglers often are some of the smartest players uh in in moba in the moba space because they are constantly thinking about all parts of the map not only your jungle but when people are going to invade and when you can kind of get to spaces and know when things are going to kind of pop back up on the map, dragon and everything and blue buff, red buff, that kind of stuff. So yep. it's, it's super cool to be able to see that be a thing. Um, and I also love the fact that you talked about, you know, uh, sometimes being able to surprise, you know, the other players and things like that. One of the things you don't want to do as a, as a, as a jungler is surprise your friends. <laughs> Cause that means, you're, that means yes. you're running around in places you shouldn't be. Uh, and you're like, well, how the hell did you die over there? What are you doing over there, buddy? You're like, you're not supposed to be over there at all. Uh, so, so that stuff is always is always fun to to see happen. Uh, you're like, what are you doing over there? Yeah, for sure. I think like uh, a lot of the success or failure of a, a jungle in your role, you you're dependent on collaborating with your team. Yeah. Okay? Um, uh, it, it's definitely it's it, it should never be up just to the jungler uh yes. <laughs> the, the team needs to stand behind their jungler uh to, to be successful for sure i've heard so many i've gotten to so many fights with friends when we were playing <laughs> stuff and be like well dude where were you i was like i was over there farming it was like what, oh, i didn't know you were farming you just told me you're still farming you know you see pings right. on the map all the time of like help 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 uh so that stuff that stuff is is, is always great to be able to see um when you're thinking about you know, again, upcoming characters or, you know, the way you're looking at the kind of next phase of what you want Wild Rift to be, um, you know, of course, without without sharing any new secrets about stuff, what are, what are some of the things you're most excited about for the the upcoming, you know, up, updates and, and things like that? What are some of the things you're really excited about? Awesome. So uh, I think initially part of our part of our uh, kind of um, what we want to do for players uh, uh, with wild Earth initially is hey get a lot of that familiar familiarity the authenticity players say, hey like this is this is i never expected league of legends gameplay on a phone right? yeah. to, to capture a lot of that value uh and eventually looking forward right we are as players get 
themselves more familiar with their game, uh, can really understand, hey, like this, this is like this is no joke, right? Like, you can absolutely get League of Legends experience on mobile. Yeah. Our next step is absolutely to start looking at where does it make sense to innovate. Right. Uh, where does it make sense to kind of uh, have people work a little bit outside of their comfort zones and be more in tune with this is this is the mobile game, but there's a, there's a lot of things that we can do on the uh, with the mobile side or eventually on the console side. Right? There's twin stick controls. Where can we find new ways for players to play and innovate? I think that's that's one side I'm super excited about. Um, and the other side is like there's there's other systems that we can be built built into. So for example, uh, the current event we have going on right now, the Masters of the Hunt between yes. Rangar and Kha'Zix, we were able to build in a a a, a a a familiar system from PC League of Legends, yeah. but updated on our side, which is the Nemesis dual system. Huh. Right, where hey, if you have these two heated rivals in the League of Legends lore, um, how do we Build in a sense of that uh, in, in in the game. Right? How do we have? How do you feel really like you are at each other's throats? And this is a rival. Uh, this is a heated rivalry that you're gonna have. Um, and so build on these kind of new, hey, fresh ways that people didn't expect to have to, and, and to engage with the game. Uh, these are things that are really exciting for me. Like, hey, like this is this is a delighter. Right? People didn't even expect this, and now, hey, now when I see a Nemesis duel pop up, what? What is this? What what benefits do I get from this? It's like, wow, wait, if I'm Rangar and I, I get this benefit, I, I build up energy as I'm in my my ultimate form. That's amazing. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So th- these kind of surprises, uh, I'm super eager to bring to players. Well, seriously, and, and I want to say this from the bottom of my heart, that was super fun. Like, I know we were playing bots. I know we were, and, my, and mind you, this tells you how good we both are because we had a full <laughs> interview while playing and it was fantastic. It was super, super cool. Um, again, I, I'm I'm really excited to see where the game is going to go. I, I'm I'm dying for at some point something like this to come to console. I've been waiting for a console MOBA to get into for a long time. League seems like it's perfect to be able to do that work again. So many characters, so many champions, so much lore, so many you know, so many battles to fight in between those 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 in between those lanes that we've seen over the years kind of get even better. Um, really excited for what you're all putting out in the world. I think it's really, really good. I think a, a, a game like this is hard to do, uh, especially on a mobile device. And I feel like you've nailed it so far in terms of the way players move, you know, screen real estate, the UI that you put into it feels intuitive and it doesn't feel like it's clunky or cluttered. Um, and it always feels like I can do exactly what I'm trying to do in a way that doesn't feel like I'm struggling to feel like this isn't the experience that I had a feeling was going to be, but it feels like the experience that I want for this device to be able to put. So, you know, when you get a chance to go talk back to the team, please give them my love. I I think they've done a fantastic job here of making this game as cool as it possibly can on this device in this way. So thank you and the team for, for making that happen. Absolutely. No, th- thank you for those words, Cleve. And I think just like all of our other Riot games, look out for us to get better, right? We we treat this as, uh, we, we were never in it for like, hey, this is a flash in the pan. We are here for the long run and we are continuously going to be investing and in making sure that the experience that players have evolved and we grow with the players and are always looking for new ways and ways to innovate, uh, improve the experience that players are currently having. Fantastic, man. And, and I'm going to have to bug you now to see if we can play both here and on PC so I can learn. You can teach me how to not be a scrub. <laughs> so, <laughs> so again, thank you. Thank you so much for the time. Uh, it has been a blast getting a chance to play with you. 
lo would love to do it again and would love to do more cool stuff with you over at Riot because I think you're all doing some some brilliant stuff in the space. I think it's been really fun to be able to do it. So thank you again for spending the time and, and hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Awesome. Appreciate awesome. It. Everybody in Chicago, this is fun. We want to do more stuff like this with with, with awesome devs and awesome games. So, uh, you know, if you like this kind of content, please let us know. I think, you know, play alongs is something that I've always wanted to do. Uh, and it feels like now that I have the equipment and it all works right, I can finally do it. It's absolutely great. <laughs> so uh, we'll see you all very, very soon. Much love to you all in Chicago. Go check out Wild Rift. It's fantastic. It's super, super cool. So we'll see you very, very soon. Much love and peace.